Don't miss the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo coming to the Salt Palace Convention Center February 13th to the 16th. See the latest gear and over 500 outfitters and exhibitors. Go to huntexpo.com for details. I'm pissed. Why? We just had but Joe I, Ingles yeah, on. But he was uh, great. In the break, I find out we got new Channel 2 gear, and I never get any. <laughs> you got to be full-time. <laughs> They're not hooking up part-timers. Well, that sucks. I have my own badge. Yeah, you do. I have my own security key. Uh-huh. Have my own email. Yeah. Can you log into your email? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have an email address for KUTV? Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. yeah. Some things default even to part I'm going to start send an email. To Monson has one here, and he never does it. I know. I'm His wife always says, if there's anything important, important, can you make sure you we're, send it to me? We're aware. Yeah, we're I aware. do. <laughs> I have been told, if you want to reach out to Gord, yeah. do not Yeah, so I sent it on the Christmas uh, party. I sent it to her. It's the same thing with Channel 2. If there's anything he needs to know, I just tell him. Yeah. So, no, I never look at it. I wonder how many things are sitting in your Oh, there's got to be <laughs> hundreds of thousands by now. I looked at it like the first week, and there was all this stuff. Yeah. Like, this is too much. Yep. It's yep. overwhelming, uh-huh. and it doesn't pertain to me. <laughs> I mean, they made me go through the Title IX thing. Uh-huh. I They gave me a packet like this thick. Mm-hmm. You must have wasted three forces on that puppy, and I yep. had to go through the training. Mm-hmm. So, wait, I had to go through all the crap. I want some of the bennies. Yeah, you got to go through the lawyer CYA stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that get way, it. I'm fine, and I get it. If you do something, the lawyers are like, "Well, we told them." <laughs> and and every year I have to sign the contract. I want the that's, freaking gear. And seriously, everything. That's my favorite part that you have to sign a contract <laughs> to come down and do ten minutes. Hey, well, I know, but I do. No, I know you do, and that's fine. But that cracks me up. It's like really the deal should be, "Hey, PK, come down and do ten minutes." <laughs> and I got a four hundred one k through them. I got like eighty seven cents. Look at this deal, <laughs> man. I you do made, too. You made that up. No, they they send it to me. <laughs> I get the stuff from Sinclair. Yes, eighty seven cents. I don't look at it, but I get it in the mail. Yes, yeah, what is the paperwork of that? I think back in the, it back comes in, in the mail. Up. I oh, get yeah. the the four hundred one k stuff. My wife handles all that stuff. Mm. But yeah, we I get it from Sinclair out of Baltimore in it. Yep. Yeah, I get it every year. That's classic. I mean, not I'm all the time. It's more than every year when they send you that stuff. And so, but I want the gear. Hey, <laughs> don't tempt me, man. I'll go somewhere I can get the gear. Okay. All right, let's see if we have some leftovers. There's other yeah. places out there. You meet him or you're large? Uh, depending. I'm probably to be safe, L. Yeah. Some cuts I can go M. Right. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm counting on further expansion as I get older. <laughs> <laughs> of the Just chest, to be safe. Now you're benching 225. No, more of the gut. <laughs> <laughs> more, of the, more of the gut uh, region. Uh, I, I, I stay away from the bench. Too many eyes are on me when I go to the gym. I just feel it. Hey, it's PK. I try to hey, hey, it's wear my hat low and <laughs> don't say anything to anybody. But are you still getting fist bumps from people? Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, it, it, it's fine. I'm just I'm uncomfortable with people looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm an anonymous dude. <laughs> All right, DJ PK, we're collecting a lot of takes from Jazz fans about where the team stands two-thirds of the way through the season. How you feeling? What are you thinking? Jazz fans, where are you? How are you hanging on? 36-18, and 18, fourth in the West. It's how you hanging on. Where are you? We will get to all of that next. Yak, I do believe we're a break behind. Is that a fact? Oh, we're on time? You made we, it all up? We manipulated the clock. Did you really? Yes, we did. Oh, so we got like eight more minutes? Yeah. Sweet. 
Then we had to go to break. All right. Excellent. Well, let's get to it then, shall we, PK? Yeah, they're in a good spot. That's the bottom line. Not necessarily great, but they're good. That Laker win last night sort of op- not not opened my eyes, but gave me uh, calls for concern to where if Davis and LeBron play like they do and they get contributions from two other guys, they're tough. This is just occurring to you now? I don't believe that. Well, I think that was a huge win. I mean, I'm looking at Larry the Laker, and he follows it closer than I do, and he says it's the best Laker win of the season. Yeah, I can buy that. That was one versus two, and they were on the road, and they got it done in OT. On a night that the, the Denver, not having seen the game, but when you look at the box score, it looks like things went well. I mean, the first half was going head-to-head well, with the Jets. second lead. half. I flicked over. Yeah. Uh, I was at the game, so during the second half of the Laker Nugget game, when it was really getting good, I was in the locker room waiting for guys. Denver didn't have every single guy, but it seems like they rarely have every single guy. How do I know they're going to have every single guy in a postseason? And at some point, it's if you got a lot of depth, a guy who comes back just replaces another guy who was playing pretty well, so is that a wash anyway? To an extent. Possibly. Yeah. Or player A isn't playing well, so you put in player B and C, and they play well, so it ends up... Right. Somewhat of a wash, but at least it's better than, well, I don't have player B and C, so I'm, yep. I'm hosed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get your point, but it's better to have more weapons than fewer. Absolutely. Uh, I just think the Lakers, uh, I'm starting to concede more. I'm not conceding Warrior con- concession. Nor should you. They are top-heavy. You've been saying that forever, and it's true. And if either one of those guys gets hurt... And it, not necessarily even a major injury, but a minor injury at the wrong time. And we've seen sprained ankles impact playoff series. Doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't take what the Warriors had with Achilles and ACLs. I still wonder about Anthony Davis. I don't wonder about LeBron. Sure. But, you know, the Jazz are going to have Yeoman's work just to get there. So maybe a waste of time worrying about those guys. Could be. It could I think be. they're in a good spot. If I'm a fan... I'm a fan of the Jazz. I mean, a real fan, not my fandom, but a real fan. I would be encouraged. Because they're on the way to 55 wins? Or eyeball test? Uh, what is specifically 55 encouraging? Are a pretty you? good team. Uh, they have a lot of weapons. And the weapons are meshing. And Jordan Clarkson has been like. Uh, put on your winter coat for the first time and fighting 500 bucks in there. I didn't know I had that in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where'd that come from? That's just a pleasant surprise. He's outstripping everybody's expectations. He's been sensational. Yeah. He's had seven or eight 20-point games now, and at no point did I think they were going to have a 20-point guy coming off the bench. And the great thing about him is it's not one-dimensional. He just doesn't need to be hot. From the outside, he finds way to score. People can't stay in front of him. I think the the three point shooting is secondary with him, and I'll take it. But it's good. I'll yeah, take it. I, I understand. It's good. I'll take it. But his ability to get by people to the hoop, I think that's He's the whole shifty. expression. It's what you were talking about with uh, Quinn had the quote about Donovan Mitchell and putting pressure on the rim. You beat your guy. You get into the paint. If nobody comes to help, you're probably getting a bucket. If somebody does come to help, there's a decent chance that you're opening up the three-point line for a good three-point shooter. And that combination is why their offensive numbers are so good. And Locke's been, every time he comes on, he's been telling us over whatever stretch of games, whatever he picks, there are always one or two in the league. They're not five. They're one or two. 
And since Clarkson got has arrived, it's been a totally different deal. He's good, and he opens up the game for everybody else. But at no point did I think he's going to be coming off the bench routinely scoring 20 points a game. And that's, you know, it felt like he was all right in the first half, and he had nine points, and I think most people thought, yeah, he'll probably do even better than that in the second half. And sure enough, he ends up with 21. He's a difference maker. Yeah, absolutely. There's few difference makers. He's one of them. In his role, in his role, is he not the best player since Thurl? That's interesting. Best bench players. Uh, by the time I got here, by the time I got here, Thurl was gone. Now he did come back for the one year, but we're that talking wasn't, about then. We're no, talking about, but, but I that, saw but the that, Jazz series up close in uh-huh. LA in '88. Yeah. There, uh, probably mm-hmm. the best bench player since then, Antoine Carr. Maybe he was very reliable. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Very reliable. Yeah. I don't know that the Darren Williams, Carlos Boozer, Okur AK group had that firepower off the bench. Harpering was good. When he came off the bench, yeah. Yeah, best since Big T. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can go with that. I think we've listed most of the guys. If we've forgotten somebody, hardcore jazz fans, really good bench player, let us know. Because Thurl was a great bench player. Big time. Well, they had a list on one of the games recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis is good at digging that kind of stuff up. And produces in the games. Yeah. And, uh, and they had a graphic in the wake of that 37-point game against Denver, all the big games that Jazz players had had coming off the bench, and Thurl's name was just all over the right. list. Just he was legit. Yeah. He's probably, because it's only been a few games, relatively speaking, he's the best bench guy they've ever had. Which is not surprising. I mean, he was a star in college, and he was very good in the NBA. Uh, but right now, Clarkson's got to be up there. And I still believe Conley will come in and give you what he's been giving you, and I believe that's a plus. And I believe the guys want him to be giving them what he's given them. So they're encouraged by him. That That's like picking up another guy. It's a form of encouragement. Nice. Thank you. Nice. I mean, there was no French accent. I'll leave the accents to you. <laughs> You're well-traveled. And I'll leave the accidents to you. Every once in a while. <laughs> it's a form of encouragement. Well-traveled. I've never been to Europe. <laughs> it's next up. I was thinking New Jersey, Arizona, Los Angeles, Salt Lake. And then okay, all the places States? you've been on trips, you've been to multiple Caribbean islands. You've for been, work? You've been to a Maui and Oahu for work. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Including very, very one of the sweetest gigs ever on Oahu when you had to cover volleyball and they wanted something but they didn't really want much. Basically, just had to write the games and the other 22 hours of the day were yours. Yeah. It was pretty cushy. That's not the same as I got to go to a press conference. I got to go to a shoot around. Yeah. The I got to do social Maui's media. Maui's a great location, but the games are in the day. And it kind of screws up your beats time. Yeah. It's a little inconvenient. Right. Yeah, it is. If you can whine about a Maui trip, yeah. that's how you do it. But you don't get. But when you went to Oahu for volleyball and the, and the matches were at night, oh my you gosh. had your beach time. Yeah, it was so sweet. And you didn't even have to run off to shoot around some press conferences. No, they just did one little press conference. Yep. And then the Tribune wanted a 15 inch story on, on what happened in yeah. that little two hours in the match. And, and yeah. they won. They won it all yeah. that year. That was, that was a lot of fun. But then you also went to the Bahamas multiple times. No, not Bahamas. Puerto Rico? Uh, I went to Puerto Rico and St. John's. Oh, St. John's. Not I've been Bahamas. to the Bahamas, but on my own. Okay. 
Okay, so let's stop with the not well-traveled thing. I mean, you, you got Not in me. the world. Right. But in North America, solid. Well, I haven't been to Canada. Really? Yes. Interesting. I have not. Now, my wife, you've been to Paris? Yes. You've been to Italy? Yes. You've been to Switzerland? Yes. Well, she had Germany? family yes. from there, right? What, did her dad immigrate? Was her dad born yeah. in Europe? Switzerland. Yeah. So there you go. And they were, he worked for American Airlines. Sweet. So, so she'd been all these places by the time she times. was 15. Oh, she hadn't been in years. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going on your dime. <laughs> but uh, all through her teens, her father yeah. took her on to oh, back nice. to visit his parents and whatnot. Well, you, you got to go to you got to go to Canada. And his parents didn't speak a word of English, so they would have to. And my father-in-law spoke about five languages. He was, you know, that uh, Mister World's Most Interesting Guy. Mm-hmm. That, that I always thought thought of him. He's gone now. He's been gone for a number of years, but I always thought of him. You'd have a good time in the summer in Vancouver. You would like it a lot. Who was just telling me about Vancouver? And it's not an outrageously expensive trip. I thought it might have been, might have been Kyle was for some reason. Oh, my, really? My grandparents yeah. spent yeah. two weeks a year in Vancouver every yeah. year. Oh, yeah. They love it. Yeah. You totally get bikes and ride along the waterfront. Yeah, absolutely. You'd have an awesome time. This will shock you, but I know a few good places to eat. What? <laughs> you and your good places to eat. I don't go on vacation to eat. But as long as you're there, you might as well eat on the water, enjoy the view, have the good food, soak it up. <laughs> you guys, a little peek behind the curtain. Anytime you, you know, oh yeah, I know good places to eat. Yeah. Not good places to have fun or what. Good I know places to eat. I know. Great. There's a, uh, they have a massive park I don't in care Vancouver. About eating. Massive park in Vancouver on the water. You should go to that park, Stanley Park. If it's I awesome. ever get there, I will. Awesome. One time, the first time I went to Seattle, I asked Locke, hey, is there any, anything you can give me uh, ideas what to do? He gave me like a five-page list. Yeah, <laughs> right? He lived there for a decade. <laughs> He's got it wired. I mean, the first- Did what you time? pick out a couple of them? Oh, I've, it was like a map. Right. You land at one, at 2.30, there's a ferry over- to, uh, and It was a, literally a timed-out agenda. An itinerary. And that first day, I followed it right to a T. Yeah. And how'd the day go? It was awesome. See? The weather was great. Did time out okay? Like everything? It, yes, okay. it was perfect. Oh, they didn't rush you. Yes. You don't want to be rushed on vacation. And he capped it off with three tickets to the Mariners-Yankees. That's a hot ticket up there for sure. It was awesome. Yeah. You'd like Calgary, but then you'd come back and go, it was kind of like going away on vacation and being home. Calgary and Banff. What are you doing all this time up in Canada? And uh, different stuff. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Calgary was, I was in Calgary before we moved here. That was a long time ago. Oh, I been back. were you chasing women? No, I had just caught one, actually. Oh, honeymoon. nice, nice. Hun- you reeled her in, huh? It was our honeymoon. Big yeah. fish? <laughs> <laughs> Banff, Lake Louise. But it's kind of like going to Sweet. Salt Lake and then going to Park City and then hiking up in the mountains. Okay, so I had a neighbor it's girl. It's the Canadian Salt Lake. Talking about yeah. honeymoon. Neighbor girl. Mm-hmm. She was about 13, 14. And I was talking to her because her sister got married. And I was asking her, So she and she was honeymooning in Hawaii. And I said, uh, and the honeymoon was over, and I said to the, to the neighbor kid, just making conversation, so did your sister like Hawaii? And I said, she said, yeah, yeah. I said, well, did she see the sights? She said, and she, did, she said she didn't really understand. She said, well, I don't really know, because she just told me they spent most of the time in the hotel room. <laughs> 
Shocking. That, that'll mean more to you in a few years. So yeah. Figure that and out. And she is a little Latter-day Saint gal, so, you know, you put two and two together and you get five. Meanwhile, we have a list of jazz <laughs> substitutes coming in during the stories. Uh, Clint says the best jazz players, David Benoit. No. Shandon Anderson. Decent. He was not a good role. Yeah. Uh, Matt Harpering was a killer. I said Harpering. Yeah. I put Harpering on that list. You did. I have to admit, I think of him more as a starter, even though he did both. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All the stuff we've been talking about in this show, we will catch you up to speed next. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Jazz win their fourth in a row. They beat the Miami Heat 116-101 with a big second half. The Jazz pull away and win by 15. They're into the break now. They don't play again until a week. Till Friday, they'll return with five straight home games. Lakers beat the Nuggets in OT, 120-116. LeBron James with a triple-double. The 15-game win streak is over in Toronto. The Raptors on the road, actually, in Brooklyn, where they got beat by the Nets 101-91. Luka Doncic returns after being out with a sprained ankle. Mavericks beat the Kings 130-111. He had 33 points and 12 boards. College hoops tonight. Utah and Oregon State, 7 o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. BYU and LMU, 9 o'clock on ESPNU. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Ken Garf Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Buy your next car at Ken Garf West Valley Used Cars. Now with more than 600 used vehicles in stock, we've got Utah's largest pre-owned inventory in one location. Stop by and see them today. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. You ready? You guys ready? David Locke is with us. By the way, a traffic report here on 97.5-1280 The Zone. If anyone's trying to go south on I-15 coming out of downtown, choose an alternate route. Immediately Not head to good. 215 and wrap around the other way. With your Metro traffic report, I'm David Locke. You didn't go General um, Gridlock on yeah, David. I, was I did the not go General Gridlock. Attention, troops. We are good to go by the dawn's early light. That is Wow, that is great. Memory. That is awesome. I forgot oh, about General Gridlock. Man. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Quick cut by Butler, nicely defended by Clarkson. Misses on the reverse side. Jazz on the run, right to left in the city uniforms. Clarkson with a left-hand dribble. Rise, fire, three, pow! Oh, my, Jordan Clarkson fly, fly away, Jordan! You're on fire! Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, the ball's not always going to fall or go in. But, you know, tonight, like, you know, and we've had plenty of nights like this where we continue to shoot and just shoot through it. They're open shots, good looks. Um, George had a bunch, Boyan, uh, Joe, JC, myself, Royce, you know, just shooting them and having confidence in it. Donovan Mitchell talking after the Jazz beat the Heat, a really strong second half, down five at the break, and they pull away and win by 15. 69 points they scored in the second half. Figured out Miami's zone. Butler rolled his ankle. Miami's at the end of a road trip, running out of gas at elevation, and the Jazz really put it on him. Now it's break time in the 36-18, and 18, and that is what we have been talking about here this morning, PK. Of all the takes of the Jazz at midseason, what have you enjoyed the most? That was the most on point, the most focused like a laser. Hmm. I don't know that I can narrow anything down specifically, but just that overall, things are going well. Things went poorly, but Quinn said cryptically. Every season has that, every team. Cryptically, he said, both before the game 
and after the game. He said, well, there are a lot of reasons for that. And it was kind of like he wasn't that concerned about it. Like, you know, was, were multiple players sick or were there small injuries that we didn't know about? or what? It really, it's kind of like, yeah, we lost, but I know why we lost, so I'm not going nuts over it. And he was not going into it. And it is excuses, and then it devalues other teams' wins, and then they get mad, and you right. to play them again. So I get why well, you're know, not supposed to go into all that. On Monday, our families are going to Disneyland, so I'll hit them up a little good, bit. Good, good. You can get the lowdown. Yeah. I'll Sit, report back on Sitting Tuesday. in the line at Thunder Mountain or whatever. You can. Uh, no, we're actually pulling our money, and we're going to buy it out that day. No, just close the whole thing down. Yeah. Sweet. We're like Tiger when he goes to the restaurants up in just Park City. Shutting it down. Yeah, just Don't need people gawking at the yeah, next Whatever table. you're going to get today, I'll, I'll double just, it yeah. and just shut it down for me and my guys. And You'll work less and you'll make more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're going to have a great time. We're going to California adventure, soaring over America, the teacups. I don't like teacups. The kids do. Okay. The kids are close. My kids love them. Yeah. We both got Spanish speakers in the family. 9 a.m. Radio Headlines brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. Talked a little bit about the Jazz. Good, very good, great. I think they've been good the last few years. I think they're in very good territory. I think they're clearly a better team than they were the last three years. Oh, I agree on that. But are but they great, very good tat great, category? I'm not yes. ready to go there yet. Oh, yeah, I am. I, I am ready to go there. I'm not ready to put them in the great category. I think there are two teams I'd put in the great category. Maybe. Okay, but very good. I, I'm not willing to go there. Oh, really? That surprises me I a little bit. I want 4-1, and 5-0 oh out of the break. And then you'll go there? Because mm-hmm. then we're into March. You're running out of time. Usually by March, you are who you are. Yeah, I think even by now you are who you are. Well, I think this team get better. You think somebody? You think the wheels will come off one of the Western contenders between now and then? Unless they have major injury, no. Right, I'd agree. I think there's a lot of talent in this league. And you get players that can go off. And almost every team is dangerous. Brooklyn can beat Toronto and end the 15-game winning streak. They did it last night. Yeah, so teams are dangerous. Just about every team has weapons. May not have enough of them, (laughs) but on a given night, Phoenix, Booker, and Aiton can go off. So they can get you. And they got Phoenix. The reason why I say Phoenix is they got them coming up, I think, third game after the break. Yep. They showed the schedule last night. I saw them. Right. So in that particular game... If Booker's going for 35 and Aiton's doing 25 and 15, which he's capable of doing, mm-hmm. that's a dangerous team that particular night. Not over 82, but on a given night, absolutely. And it's just about every team I can make that a claim. So I want to see this team win some more ball games. And they're, they're, the good thing about it is they're getting better. I, even if Houston has gone small ball, which they have, mm-hmm. I don't know that they're going to get better. Because no matter what ball you want to call it, it's still Harden and Westbrook. And are those guys getting better? They're great, but are they getting better? I don't think uh, that they're getting better. They're not at a point in career where they're getting better. But uh, is the game easier for them because the big guys are out of the way? 
That's really what it comes down to. So it's not so much like their numbers might get better, the win total might get better. It's not because they've gotten better as much as the game is easier. Right. Okay, fine. But the way I look at it, as we go into the last third and into the postseason, they can beat anybody, but they can get beaten by anybody. I can say that about a lot of teams in the West. But I can say it with a lot more confidence with Houston. I don't know that the Lakers can get beat by anybody. I don't know that the Clippers can get beat by anybody. I feel less confident so about I think the saying Clippers, that with Denver and the Jazz. The Clippers can get beat by anybody right now, but I definitely feel like they are not going full throttle. They're at about 70 80%. They're sitting guys left and right. We routine, I, I probably check their box scores as much as anybody's to see who didn't play. I check everyone, but... You certainly, your eyes go right to that. Yeah. I think your eyes have to go to that just about any team anyway. It just seems like they do it more. They do, well, yeah, if they're not alternating, yeah. See, I don't know how many games those two have played together. I think Paul Paul George is the only reason he's not in the All-Star game is he didn't play enough games. That's ultimately what knocked him out. And I haven't heard it. They made it official on who's replacing Lillard. I, no. It's not official yet. Yeah, because no. he, he he's, advocated for he's Booker. in the mix, but I expect it won't be him. I'd go with Booker. They wind enough. Yeah, let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> or just say you wind too much, and we're not giving it to you. Uh, a see, punishment. Yeah, yeah. That, what happened to you? That's more a you answer. Yeah, you guys see, just split person, reverse personalities he, there. But why f- punish the the player? Because the team's not good enough. But he didn't wind enough. They, I, we're, true story. We're driving home on a Thursday over to my sister's house on uh, uh, Phoenix Open Day, and they named the All Stars that day. So it's about five o'clock, and we're on the freeway, the loop heading north or uh, west. And I told my wife, we had the radio on. I said, "Oh, I, I, I said, flick it on to ninety eight seven. I want to hear them whine about Booker not making the All Star game." Ex- immediately we picked it, it up on. in mid sentence. <laughs> yes, nice. I mean it was. He should be an all star. It's like you wanted to hear song fill in the blank, and so you put Hit, your, you, you know, you put your Bluetooth on that very song, and it came on I- instantly. And she was she laughed because I told her that, <laughs> and literally That's they were, they were whining about it when I said it, and I even tweeted it out. They had uh, their expert came on and said his metrics, some of his metrics were better than uh, um, Mitchell. Get, get that crap out of my face. Got to win. Yeah. Got to win. So they wind enough. And Blillard said Booker, Man, so Dotson and Booker, if they'd taken him. Put him in. We were talking earlier about Sacramento not taking him because their owner said he's tired of all the losing. So mm-hmm. draft Luka Doncic. Look how it worked for Dallas. They weren't winning a thing. I know. And I'm, now they are. Phoenix and Sacramento. He sat out a few ball games. He wants to play in the All-Star game because he's way excited, which is refreshing. So he made sure he got back last night, and he was awesome again. The kid is a great player. He is a super entertaining player. When Dallas is on, I'm watching. 33 points and 12 boards, and they won. And he Sacramento out. Too. Yeah, he just came across. Devin Booker will take the place of yeah, Devin Lillard. So let him in there. They wind enough. College Hoops tonight. We talked about this briefly. The Utes, they need a conference road win here at some point already. Let's go. If they, they get it, it yeah. if they beat Oregon State, they're back to 500 in the league, which isn't much, but it's something. It's better than the alternative, and it would be win well, 15. Well, I think it's way important for the development of this program because this program, it's like I always say, you're not 
you, know, you, you laughed at me one time, were they playing for the Sun Bowl? No. <laughs> you're playing for the ultimate. And it may not come this year, but you, so you're playing for it next year. So if you want it next year and the year after, you're going to have to get road wins. So get them now. 7 o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. I'll be disappointed. Oregon State's coming off a good win. They just they beat, beat Oregon, Oregon which is just the, the the Oregon State win. Oh, and it was in it was in uh, Corvallis, I believe. And Oregon's got a huge game with Colorado tonight. Two ranked teams. I think they're sixteen and seventeen, first place on the line. That game, Oregon, Oregon State. It's what this conference is about this year. It's like, what is going on? The 11th place team taking down the second place team. Can we team. have some team emerge? No. But no, we haven't. No. No. The Buffs are on three losses. The Ducks, the Wildcats, and the Devils are on four. And then there's three more teams on five losses. USC, UCLA, and Stanford. So, all clumped up. Stanford's trending poorly. I think their best player they has are. been hurt, and they've lost five of six. That's a problem. Yes. But it's not the Utes' problem. This not week, this Oregon State and Oregon. Arizona's are in the Bay Area. Yeah. Uh, BYU's at Loyola Marymount. This is truly the bottom of the West Coast Conference. There's been no improvement with Loyola Marymount, the University of San Diego, or Portland. No, there hasn't, but there's been substantial improvement with BYU in slaughtering these teams instead of having them be, as you would say, a knuckle-biter down to the end. Oh, they went to when they played Portland, who's the last-place team. And these two teams are eight Smoke to nine. Smoke City, Pacific, yeah. too. They won by 31. And what do they do with Pacific? Pacific, I think, stayed competitive for a half. Yeah. And then they just laid it on them. And they've got to get Baxter in here and uh, get him going because they've burned his year. So now you got to use him because yep. he's a talented kid. So get him in there. And, and Pope was talking about the kid was gassed. Well, get him in some condition. So get a big lead and get him out there. Let him run a bit. Yeah. So you're going to need him. Uh, you know, everything Get him in a game guys, shape. Everything is gearing up for two weeks from now against Gonzaga, right. and then a week later you hope again against Gonzaga. Conference turning. Yes. And obviously Baxter brings just a lot of size and length and athleticism. I mean, he isn't just a tall guy. Oh, no. He's, he he's, moves well. He jumps well. He's big time. Yeah. So having another – it goes back to the old Dave Rose thing about Gonzaga has the best big man in the league and then they got multiple. And Yoli's really good in the paint, but he doesn't really have the size you want. And he's so, not super big, no, right. against those guys. He's, he's okay against the rest of the league, oh, yeah. but Gonzaga has size. Yeah. And you need guys – the athleticism shows up in your ability to offensive rebound out of your area and defensive rebound out of your area. And that's where athleticism can make a big, big difference for big men, and they need that from him. So where is Baxter going to be conditioning-wise in three weeks, in four weeks, in five weeks as the games get bigger? Right, and then, of course, when uh, you reach the Final Four, you want him at his best. (laughs) Okay, good. Why not? I did have someone tell me after listening to our one-and-done discussion on Tucker leaving, don't rule that out with Pope. He's worked a lot of places, he's well-connected, and the basketball world is definitely noticing what BYU's doing. Now, it's a little early to know what's going to come open, but they, oh, wouldn't, no, be, no what's come they open. wouldn't be surprised if his phone rang and there were compelling offers out there. Oh, I think he'll get them, if not now, next year, the year saying, after. I don't think there's now. any question. Well, yeah. why not? Now. Uh, he's a charismatic dude. Yep. Yep. And then you slide in the guy who let down 9 million Mormons, the head coach of BYU. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be. That, it won't happen. That's too much to hope for. 
I, My dreams never come true. Not like beyond that. the realm. That would be so awesome. It would. <laughs> that you went down to LA and got that quote, and then you fast forward. I'd have to do the math. What it was 20, like 96, 97? Fast forward 24, 25 yeah. years, whatever it is. Yeah. And he's the head coach. Oh man, what a story. Way right. to come full circle. That would that would be sweet. Man, I would have if they, if Tom and Santiago and those guys thought that uh, Burgess was the guy. I'd be fine with well, it. Well, and there'd be a lot to say, you know, continuity of the program and all that, and he's there, and yeah. obviously he knows a, a lot about the way, you know, Pope does everything, from the X's and O's, the communication, the yeah. recruiting. So, yeah, there'd be a certain logic. You could certainly see him be a finalist. I don't know And they had success there. with promoting Dave Rose when Cleveland left. Yeah, they did, obviously. All right, well, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, they got to finish big, and then the right job has to come open, but put that out there. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Your feedback next. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Eric Weddle. You know, after I got released from Baltimore, when I signed that deal, I was fully intended on playing four years and retire. That was my mindset going into it. And then I got released, and then I was, you know, bummed. And then you kind of know you could still play. The desire and the and the fire is still in it. So then that led me to L.A., and it was a blast. You know, I gave it my all. I had fun. And when you do it for a long time and you leave nothing to rest, you live with no regrets, and it's easy to walk away. And, I, and I'm walking away on my time, my terms, and happy and excited to uh, be at home and be with the kids, be with Chanel, and give her a break for once. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Feedback of the day brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Booker should be permanently out of the All-Star game for complaining about being double teamed during the offseason. <laughs> Sergeant, Sergeant Jazz is holding a uh, holding a little bit of a grudge. Yeah, he's in. It just came out just in the last few minutes. Good. Now I'll listen to it when I go to the gym today, and I'll all be happy. J.L. Smith says the Joe Ingles show this morning was epic. Funny, insightful, warm, upbeat. Joe represents not only the best of the NBA, but the best of humanity. Probably meant humanity. I don't know if that's a word, but... Uh, in the game of life, Joe's an all-star. There has been few players who've resonated in the manner that he's resonated. It is one of the more phenomenal stories. No matter what time he comes back, no matter how long its time has elapsed, he'll get a standing O when his name and face are shown on the big screen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I look forward to the day where Joe and I are sitting in the stands together and they show us and the place goes nuts. <laughs> Everyone booing and throwing food at you? No, two standing O's. Oh, okay. Oh, that time. The longer you last, the more beloved you become. That's a true story. <laughs> Just got to get through it. My detractors, they're still out there, but they're way fewer now. <laughs> All the people. 
All the people who went after us when we were talking about the Utes and how there's Ute fans out there who would prefer to go to the Rose Bowl than the playoff. And uh-huh. then Chris Hill comes in and sitting I really would have rather gone to the Rose Bowl than the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't understand Ute fans. Yeah. Who's a bigger Ute fan than Chris Hill right now? Rose Bowl would have been something, all the, man. All the work's done. All he has to do is go to the games, which he still does. Hmm? <laughs> uh, there are a lot of people tweeting about you getting KU TV gear. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Shocking. <laughs> Latching on to the most nonsense possible. <laughs> Tyler says, the best bench guy the Jazz ever had, whoever was backing up Ostertag. I used to cheer louder for them when they came into the game than I did for anybody else. <laughs> Ostertag, what an enigma. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's your good game. See you in a couple weeks, Greg. Uh, All right, we are out of time. We will see you tomorrow from 6 to 10. Tony Noster coming up next. See you tomorrow.